All right, everybody. Are you ready for a spectacular show? Introduce the original bad hombre, the amazing nerd, the hardest working Antifa boys on George Soros's payroll. With Pablo Morale Martinez and Ernesto Mancibo, only on Radio Free Brooklyn. You look like you lost some weight. Oh, thank you, man. Seriously, like I could um, see, I could see it in like your shoulders and your neck. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I'm feeling pretty. Uh, uh, compliment me more. I, I, <laughs> I, I, my ego demands. <laughs> Demands it. <laughs> so, but thank you, man. Thank you. I've, I've really, really appreciate it. It's been some, it's been hard work, but uh, yeah. I managed to lose a considerable amount of weight and um, uh, none today because I ate my uh, my my body weight in pizza. What? So, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, pizza. They, they, I don't know a single person on this planet that can really resist pizza. You know. It's, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I am definitely. I, I feel like I'm half pizza today. I'm pizza vel. <laughs> uh. Pizza vel. Oh boy. Oh, I mean, people in, in this age of conspiracy theories uh, like to theorize that oh, the vaccine is about depopulation. If they really wanted to depop depopulate the planet, they would do something to the pizza. Because yes. Who doesn't like pizza, really? You know, even people who are lactose intolerant love pizza. Yeah, I know. They risk it all. They throw like caution to the wind and then they're just like, I'm going <laughs> to diarrhea all my long. <laughs> they do. I swear yeah. to God. They're just like, I couldn't <laughs> help it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but it's been. Um, Man, it has been quite a journey, you know. Um, you know, I went to Baltimore, as you know. Mm. Uh, I didn't really get to see much of Baltimore. Um, I just basically saw the inside of a Baltimore hotel the entire time. <laughs> um, well, when you looked out the window, what did you see? The future. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Um, I, I, just, I saw the harbor. Like, I went out one day. I saw the harbor. Um, some dude took my picture, which was really nice. Um, uh -oh. Uh -oh. yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> he said it was for an art project, but then when he told me to drop trow, I was like, is this really for an art project? And he was like, I don't know. And then I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> such a willing subject. Uh, you're, you're the kind of muse that photographers and uh, scum wish for, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I see how I scum, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, I did a lot of TV watching, and I'm pretty sure we're going to discuss that. Uh, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about... Um, we're going to talk about what if. We're going to talk about Star Wars visions. We're going to talk about uh, Cowboy Bebop and then the opening credits to Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, 
I'd also like to talk about uh, that whole thing with AOC and the Iron Dome vote. Um, did you see that? That whole thing? With that, that whole controversy with AOC? Did you say AOC and the Iron Dome votes? Yeah. Uh, okay, so the Iron, Iron Dome. Dome? Yeah, the dome. The dome of iron. Holy shit. Like, it's off the dome. <laughs> the dome piece. <laughs> No, but it, um, I'll, I'll give you a quick recap. So, it was, so basically, uh, all of um, all the Congress people were asked to um, to basically put in a vote to help uh, give Israel extra funds uh, to build their, their to reinforce <sighs> their Iron Dome defense, um, uh, military defense. Uh, uh, situation which is like their their whole military defense program for fuck's, and um for fuck's sake yeah and like i think it was like uh i think 10 uh 10 uh senators voted no mm-hmm. and uh you know it was it was passed with overwhelming you know uh support mm. by uh all the congress people involved um, you know, uh, a lot of Congress people did not, a lot of members of the squad voted no. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, t- tearfully AOC voted present. Is, is present an abstention or is it a, yeah, she's upset. She's basically saying I'm, I'm not going to vote yes or no. Huh. I'm just here. Huh? Huh? So has she elaborated yeah. on that on that uh, decision? Like she apologized today. Mm-hmm. Um, today being Sunday, um, you know, uh, the night of our recording. But uh, <laughs> she she apologized today. Uh, but uh, I I haven't read her apology. And it's not because like I was I've been because a lot of uh, uh, leftists are up in arms and they're just like, see, we told you all along. She's a fucking uh, traitor and she's a she's a performance artist, you know, masquerading as a uh, as a progressive socialist, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Um, but uh you know, I I definitely have my thoughts on it, and it's like it's kind of like a hard pill to swallow. I I actually kind of when I heard that she voted present and she was real, you know, she was, uh, um, she was she cried. Um, I I I actually also teared up a little bit, and you know, I'm gonna. <laughs> I feel like anybody listening to this is probably gonna like. Um, take me to task and say that I'm a simp and that I'm a, like, I'm a fucking AOC stan and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, I honestly have my thoughts about it, which are like, she's going to make a run for, she's got, she's either going to make a run for a uh, governor or she's going to make a run for, um, for mayor. And hmm. she knows that at, with, and uh, during, a lot of levels of this climbing the awful ladder of mm. politics. 
Mm. She's got to she's got to make some compromises here and there in order to achieve her ultimate vision. Um, and that's why I think she cried about it because she knew she had to swallow that that down in order to make her next chess move. Ah, uh, okay. You know, I uh, I think you're probably right. Uh, uh, for some reason, the way when you put it that way, it all kind of clicks together, and I'm like, ooh, she's realizing that she can she can be where she is and say a lot and do a lot, but uh, you know, there as as the kids like to say, if they even say it anymore, because I'm out of touch. Uh, there's levels to this shit. And uh, she's she's she might be keeping her eye on the long game. So, hmm. wow. I know that's uh, and you know because she all she is all she's in charge of is like a district, like the Bronx, right? Right. Exactly. And I she's this her voting presence is her basically saying, like. I've got there's a bigger there's a bigger play to all of this and that means I got to eat shit and um like not look like I'm like you know basically being like fuck the Israeli government you know because mm-hmm. right now they they I mean they hold like the Israeli government like holds a lot of sway mm-hmm. in in Washington there's no there's no way around it. Mm. So it's very true. It's very true. Damn. Damn. Okay. Well, we'll see how this plays out. Um, I I am still an AOC supporter. Um, I think that I think that her and the squad still represent the future. Um, but the new school definitely has its work cut out for it when reforming the old school. And that is not a, that's not a fight that one comes out of without scars. So, uh, so that's, uh, that's what I have to say about it. Do you, but, but do you agree with it? Do you agree that like people have to compromise their goal, their, their values in order to like, you know, move ahead in life and especially in this realm of politics. I mean, I I think, I think you, I think you put the bow. Well, I think you just uh, speared the main point of it is that with something like American politics, which has decades, if not really centuries of a certain kind of inertia uh, when it comes down to wheeling and dealing, uh, one does not jump into the mud pit and not get dirty um, in some shape or form. It's it's something that I'm saying as an outsider, obviously. I'm not a politician and probably never will be, but uh, there are people who have held power for so long. <laughs> there are people who have held power for longer than we've been alive. Um, and to to think that somebody that people with new ideas are just going to come in and take that power uh willy-nilly um 
without any sort of consequence is probably naive. I'm not, I'm not uh, condoning or um, or dismissing any action by any politician. I'm just saying that this thing is really, really, really complex, and to make to really move within that sphere requires a kind of thinking that I think the majority of people just don't uh, just don't really realize because you're not on the inside. Uh, like when I look at people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, right? She is, she, that that is a person who could never ever survive in the old world of politics. And when I say old world, I'm talking about the politics of even only just 15 years ago. Um, she does not speak or act or think anywhere near on the level of a stateswoman. But in this new age of just being a loud dipshit and that earning you points in the Republican Party, uh, she's trying to pounce on that and take advantage of that. I don't think that she has the sophistication to really make it work for her. But the thing about this day and age is that you don't have to be sophisticated in order to do a lot of damage. So, I, I mean, she did a, another fucking ad where she's where she has a gun and talking about blowing away the competition or whatever the fuck. And it's just like you were just chastised about this like six months ago, eight months ago. Like what the fuck? She also like, Oh man. Uh, you know, uh, the thing that bugs me lately about, you know, uh, especially being on Twitter and, and seeing like, you know, people react, especially to AOC is that, um, you know, they they get up in arms about her like having to compromise her values in order to further her goals and seeing seeming like she's having to play ball a little bit. Hmm. This level of scrutiny isn't applied to like people I feel isn't applied to people like Tucker Carlson, Tark. Tucker Carlson. Hmm. Even my mouth refuses to say his name correctly. <laughs> it's like, oh, would you just feed us feces instead? Oh, yeah. <laughs> more and and Marjorie Taylor Greene. It, it, it's like, you know, um, I, I feel like the the news of of her recently. She not only did that that hell ad, but she also went on the floor of Congress and uh, basically. Uh, a she she uh, she un enveloped uh, she she showed her new she she basically presented her new articles of impeachment towards Biden, mm -hmm. and if you watch the video, it is uh, gobbledygook to say <laughs> like, and I don't use that word lightly. I know you're like whoa whoa what's with the potty mouth, Pavel? What the fuck is your problem? Just drop just say, uh, <laughs> dropping bombs. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, um, it, I, I, I honestly, you need to, you need to watch that fucking video, dude. The, the video of her just like talking about uh, the, uh, trying to impeach Biden. I, uh, I, I, I know why you say that because I saw stills of that presentation. The thing is, 
I've created a list in my head. Now, please, FBI, do not uh, kick down my door yet. Let me finish the sentence. <laughs> I've created a list of people in my head who I just, I just refuse to let the sound waves of their voice hit my ear canal anymore. And on that list are Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Bobert. Uh, what's her first name? Lauren Bobert. Lauren Bobert. Yeah. Lauren Bobert. Uh, Tucker Carlson. And um, uh, Stacy Stacy Kuhn. What's her What's her last name again? Uh, I don't I don't know. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting it. The the one that that the right trots out when they need a black person to uh, validate their bullshit ideas. You know who I'm talking Candace, about. Candace Owens. Candace Owens. <laughs> pardon me. Oh, shit. I was thinking of the other one. I was thinking of the other one that got tossed to the side. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Stacy Dash? Is that? Oh my god, dude. Both of them, you know. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, Stacy Dash, Ben Shapiro, right? Ben Shapiro's up there. Oh, Ben Shapiro, definitely. He's that that. Yeah. That dude, I I saw a comment online. It's just like, if uh, if dry pussy was a person, like, <laughs> like yes, he will forever go down in infamy, right? Mm. Um. Uh, and to a certain extent, like Joe Rogan, right? Are we gonna, are we oh, gonna uh, Joe include Rogan. Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan on that list? Joe Rogan. He he's just he he makes he makes me mad because it's not just that he's stupid, you know, it's that his stupidity has managed to earn him millions and millions and millions of dollars from his fucking podcast. We have a podcast, okay? <laughs> we should have those millions of dollars. Yeah. But, but no. we don't try. <laughs> but we don't try peyote. We're not like really into like UFC shit, and we we don't do like what's a that, DMT. Uh, the, <laughs> oh yeah, DMT and those uh, those uh, those tanks like those those uh, hot, like non sensory tanks. Oh, sensory, sensory deprivation. deprivation tanks. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, like we don't we don't do that kind of shit. I mean, like yeah, like. Uh, I talk about getting high every now. I mean, we're, we both get high That's true. Uh, on That's occasion. True. But but the thing I think what really makes him popular with like the lunkheads is that he um, he he has this position where he's just like, hey, man, I'll talk to anybody, you know, and on paper, that is a it seems like a sensible and almost noble position to have. But he's like a political yeah, that it, yeah, it sounds cool, but it just I, no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, yeah. I was just gonna say, like, dude, you're not the watcher. You're involved in all of this shit with us, okay? <laughs> just because you're rich doesn't mean there aren't consequences to what you fucking do. Like, you got to approach it intelligently. You can't have fucking Yanonopolopolopolis on your fucking show and not challenge him on his horse shit. You know, it's just like, oh, well, I'm just gonna talk to him and the ideas. Will the best ideas will rise to the top in the market of ideas? It's just like shut the fuck up, man. You have influence here. 
I I hate the concept of um, the marketplace of ideas, like that whole that 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 phrase, mm. the marketplace of ideas. I'm just like, wait, no, the idea ideas are not a fucking marketplace. <laughs> like, it's not like how oh, how much for this uh you know how much for this idea about white supremacy and why it's valid. It's like nothing. Its value is nothing. Hmm. Um, he forgets to mention that the marketplace of ideas is set in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. It's not like it's an organized market, you know. It's no, just exactly. Like, it's exactly. just like, oh, will you will you give me this for like a jar of water? It's like value has completely just been thrown out the window. <laughs> the marketplace of value—that's something a dickhead would come up with. Mm. Sorry, uh, but. Um... But yeah, it, it does it like the his whole shtick about like being a political and talking to anybody is it's like you said, it sounds cool. But it's not because ideas are dangerous. And no idea is more dangerous than flagrant racism because hatred is such an easy um emotion to target, especially in a predominantly white male audience mm. right very like true. uh like it's just a it it just clicks so hard with them and like it's it's not it's not responsible to like you know fucking just go off the cuff and, and just be like you know i'm gonna interview that which what's that guy's at what that what's that asshole's name richard uh Remember the guy that got punched in the face? Richard by, Spencer? Uh, Richard Spencer, yeah. <laughs> Fucking footnote in history. Um, I love that. I love that he just became the, like, he became a meme. It's like the guy who got punched. Um, you, you automatically, you automatically know. And I think I, it, it, that moment became one of my favorite uh, Christmas memes because... <laughs> Oh, they set his punches to jingle bells or some shit. Oh God, that sounds excellent. But what I was thinking yeah. of is that it's it's a still of the moment where he's actually getting hit, and there's text in it, and over and on his head is the halls, and the fist is ba <laughs> the boughs of holly, and I'm just like, oh, oh yes. <laughs> oh man, fuck fascists, fuck fascism, fuck white supremacy. I'm Pav. I'm Ernesto. <laughs> and together we are the Robots vs. Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> you like that? We start off strong. That's like, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come, come hither, listeners, and delight in the tales of us mixing politics and pop culture with equal measure mm -hmm. uh, in our dulcet tones. But uh, today... <laughs> I mean, if, if you've stuck with us this far, uh, get ready because we're going to talk about uh, a lot of nerdy shit now. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so which one? So, <laughs> do you want to start off with what if? Mm. Um, yes, then, I do. You know, yes, I do. Then go to Star Wars, then go to Cowboy Bebop. Okay, cool. Absolutely. Uh, this latest episode of What If, which is uh, what if Thor was an only child? What if Thor was Ferris Bueller? Yeah. That's pretty much it, right? <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Just like, join him on his wacky adventures where uh, he's just irresponsible all the time. Um, and I got to admit, it was a lot of fun, even though I thought to myself, like, oh, God, he's going to wreck the planet. 
you also have to think to yourself, man, it would be epic to party with that guy. <laughs> Yo. Like, that alcohol that he gave, like, uh, Reber and Age of Ultron, he gave that little, oh, yeah. like, dab of alcohol to... Uh, those all those uh world war ii veterans and which stanley was included in yes um and they all kind of just were just like floored by that <laughs> um that's the alcohol i want to drink dude like, I, I definitely want a hit of that that whatever that alcohol is is like aged inside of uh, a white dwarf like the pressure <laughs> just focuses all that alcohol man you, you'll, you'll never actually and, and be fully age. sober again, anyway. <laughs> it's age for a thou- like a thousand years. <laughs> and <laughs> when um, that's there, yeah, that's the kind of shit I want to drink. I want a shot of that. Like I want that in my Midori sour, okay? <laughs> my apple teeny with a little shot of that you can only so. you can only drink it out of like a vibranium cup because regular glass <laughs> just couldn't handle it regular glass just goes mad like it turns into like a like a little thing and it's like oh, why? <laughs> that's hilarious it just runs away oh. it shatters against the wall <laughs> Oh fuck! I want to animate that. Jeez, <laughs> like it just gains sentience for like two minutes. That's like why. <laughs> but uh, they uh, they went full tilt on this episode in in regards to including Easter eggs and just making it fun. Uh, the moment where uh, Loki showed up, it was it that was mind blowing. That was, yeah, I was just like, holy shit. Um, why is he giant? Like, why, what makes him shorter or smaller when he's in Asgard? Is it the environment? Is it the fact that, you know... I think Odin did something to him. I think when he... Yeah, you think Odin? When he adopted him, he was just like, you know, uh, we don't have any chairs your size. Therefore, <laughs> you will be human size, you know. <laughs> The whitewash. You. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you like Fraser now, you know? <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! But Loki's like, <laughs> oh baby, I hear the voices calling for salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> Not in this episode, though. We saw him in his full-on frost giant glory uh, with a uh, crown of ice horns, um, which I I just kept wondering about. I was just like, he must be so cold that uh, it just keeps from melting no matter where he is. Like, that's, you know. That's how cool he is. That's right. Ah! Daddy cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! But uh, yeah, yeah. The um, I, I I loved it. Um, well, I I I didn't. I'll say this much. Look, all Uh-oh. right, right off the bat. Here we go. Um, here kind of yeah, I know, right? Here comes my controversial take. <laughs> I'm gonna play devil's advocate. <laughs> um, 
but um, I have not enjoyed uh, What If uh, completely. There's a lot of episodes where I was just like, Jesus Christ. Well, not maybe not so harsh. I'm exaggerating my dis- dislike for them, but I'm I'm not I'm not on board with a lot of uh, what if it, it just felt kind of like okay that was that was what it was. Okay. Um, and uh, one of them was Doctor Strange, the Doctor Strange one, which I liked the ending. I didn't like the overall story. Uh, uh, I I don't like. I was just like, since when did he like in Doctor Strange the movie? Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't like Christine that much. In fact, he was a fucking dick to her. Well, they were exes um, in the movie, weren't they? They were exes, but at no point did I ever get the feeling like he truly like he loved like there was this love of his life. Like, they broke up, and now they're pals. It's like, I just felt like maybe he was just like, oh, you're not you're not right for me. Well, I mean, you know, people are different when they are, uh, when they're together, and then they break up and move on a little bit, you know? I mean, you're all, you're all shattered and shit while you're, ooh, I, I don't want to. I don't want to put my dirty laundry out there, but you know, you're all shattered and shit when you first break up and like, Oh no, I love my life. And then some time passes, uh, new experiences come your way and you get better perspective, you know? So maybe I'm not saying that his perspective in the Dr. Strange movie was correct. Cause yes, he was a dick, uh, in that movie. And how, but, uh, Sorry. you know, maybe, you know, in, in a different universe, with just one subtle change, we see what could have been. We see yes. what if, you know. Um, you know what sucks is that, like, I, we just said, you just mentioned, like, way before that uh, Joe Rogan was, was Watto the Watcher. And I was like, yeah, he's got the, sh- the his head shape is for it uh, <laughs> like, could you imagine what if there was a universe where like you know joe rogan was the watcher oh ch- and it's just like you know jamie play that uh play that uh footage of like that cow throwing up and then eating its puke you know oh jesus anyway whatever uh <laughs> joe rogan as the watcher get the hell out of here but um but 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 yeah back back to the episode uh, and your dislike of what if like you didn't like this this particular episode either I did I did I liked this episode oh okay uh, this was one of the f- this was one of the few episodes that I actually was just like okay I'm I'm all I'm almost a hundred percent on board like I kind of thought the whole like he's Ferris Bueller angle was goofy <laughs> um especially towards the end where he's just like I've got to cl- like I've got to clean up the planet. <laughs> um <laughs> I I almost heard that fucking that music from Ferris Bueller in my head like da 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 da. da. <laughs> How? 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 You know. <laughs> da, 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 da. You know. Oh god. Like he run he runs through various houses and he's like, you know, <laughs> Oh, it smells like the uh, the turkey's done. You know, it's like whatever. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. When his mother was uh, heading toward Earth, I felt my own anxiety kind of rise a little bit because we've all had that moment where mom was coming home and you forgot to do some shit, 
and you knew you were going to get in trouble for me personally it was forgetting to put the chicken from the freezer into the refrigerator (laughs) you too oh god man oh Holy shit, dude. I thought that was just me. Yeah, no, I did that <laughs> shit. And she's just, she gets him. She's just like, fucking shit. It's still <laughs> frosting. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Oh man, I would get in such trouble for that. Uh, other stuff that I'd get in trouble for is that, like, um, you know, I would leave a mess of dishes in my sink. Oh man, this oh. is such boy behavior. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd leave a message, mess of dishes in the in the sink, and she'd be like, you know, enough is enough, you know. I'm not gonna <laughs> attempt to do my mom's accent. Um, she'd be like, is enough is fucking enough, Pavel. Just fucking, just wash the dishes. When I come back, these dishes better be washed. <laughs> better be washed. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. Well, what happens? You know, I was a teenager, so I was like, well, what happens if I do? And she's like, I'd get, uh, I'd get the, the, like the chancla, like it's like, Ooh. you know, the sniper who misses. I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I'm just like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do whatever you want. Just, you know, I don't, I don't want the other chancla to drop. <laughs> so, and like, it would be like, like I'd put it off. I'd like watch Star Wars and then like, <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, I'd hear the car, like, drive up, and I'd just be like, you know, it, the, the, the Ferris Wheeler music would start. It's like, oh, God, got to wash your shit. You know, I'm just doing the shittiest job. Just, like, putting them. Your sister's leaning against the doorway, like, uh-huh, chewing gum. Like, yeah. you're going to get in trouble. Uh-oh, somebody's going to get the pow-pow. And I'd just be like, shut up. Uh. <laughs> Stay out of my room. And as you uh, as you get back to the couch, thinking that you've you know finished washing the dishes, you see like one last fork in the sink. So you pick up a baseball and throw it at the fork so that <laughs> so that it falls behind the sink so that you wouldn't see that shit. <laughs> Dude, it feels like you had a camera you know, on my life. <laughs> But back to the episode, there were there was also that whole side story with Darcy. She marries Howard the Duck. I'm yeah. like, you know, once you once you go duck, man, <laughs> what the fuck, right? You know he smashed. You know he smashed. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's Howard the fucking duck. He hit Leah Thompson like <laughs> in her prime, bro. That's right. He, <laughs> wow. <laughs> we just. We just devolved into like stupid like muscle heads <laughs> and a pride bra. But you know he did it. He did it, and yeah. you know. Oh, totally. Yeah. And corkscrew yeah. dick in the whole nine. Oh god. Ah, <laughs> uh, she's pulling out feathers from her teeth in the morning. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh. Anyway, like she coughs up a bunch of like. <laughs> they go flying in the air and they gently oh god know, <laughs> they just forest gump their way down to the <laughs> ground <Yeah. laughs> oh god that's so gross that's so that's gross so 
We're savages, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I enjoyed that. I'd actually like to to I like I'd actually like that joke to to come up again at some point in What If, or even in the mainline MCU. You know, because Dar- okay. Darcy, you know, she seems like she's really uh, sex positive, possibly fluid. So you know, uh, I see her doing that sort yeah. of shit. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but uh, <laughs> a little interspecies erotica. Uh, it's Marvel. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After dark, Marvel Knights. <laughs> Marvel Knights. Love it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Uh, overall, like. Uh, Obviously, the hot, we're 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 skipping around and we're mm-hmm. ignoring the best bit, which is the of course the uh, trailer for the new Clint Eastwood movie, Cry Macho. Oh, I've been waiting on that. Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no no no! I'm sorry. It was when Captain Marvel fought Thor. Um, <laughs> Cry Macho. Um, but uh, I just love saying that. Don't care for the movie, but love saying that. But anyway, um, you know, uh, Captain Marvel made uh, Thor cry macho because uh, uh, she beat his ass all across the country and vice versa. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But it there there was the uh, the caveat later where, you know, they were asking her, like, what the fuck? You know, she's just like, listen, if if I go full power, I'm going to punch a hole in the planet like I can't. <laughs> I can't, love that. I love that. Can't I fucking do that, that shit. I was like, yes, yes. Eat it. Eat it, fanboys who are just like, <laughs> no, she's not the strongest Avenger. Um, I also loved how when they were punching each other into the atmosphere, you could see the uh, the name of each country from space. <laughs> like, that was so fucking hilarious. I love that, too. <laughs> like oh france to england you know <laughs> oh god but, uh, but yeah that was definitely the highlight because the animation style i haven't really loved the animation style i feel like it looks com- almost like a like a weird hallmark card slash disney movie <laughs> well of course it's a disney property but um in this one the their fight was like gorgeously rendered mm. so i was completely on like in like engrossed in the action yes so um it was very cool i like i i really like this episode and uh you know uh i like that uh i like that at the end mm-hmm. um a fucking uh like this this giant moment happens and i'm just like that's that's the thing about these these what if episodes where it's just like, ah, oh, damn, it's like it gets so good and then it's just like, ah, you'd like to see that, wouldn't you? You know, Watu is like, yeah, you like that, huh? <laughs> We're never gonna show it. <laughs> oh yes, they are. Really? Yeah. No. This. You think? What if this whole season of What If is building up to a giant crossover? If you've no way, yeah. If you if you've watched the trailers, you see that several characters from the What If episodes end up uh, interacting with each other to face off against what we saw at the end of this episode. Spoilers for those if you've stuck with us this far for some reason. Um, we see Ultron Vision at the end. Yeah. With uh, with his God, army, oh, Godtron, and uh, what is this? Oh, 
what is my this headset place? Uh, became uh, depowered. So let me just get my other one, okay? <laughs> Hold on. A you second. got it. You got it. He was a little Spanish flea, a movie star. Hey, buddy, be. A TV of another little Spanish flea and the bee. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, hi there. Your st- your singing is staying in this episode, by the way. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, back to the episode, we see Ultron Vision, and that is uh, he's going Ultra Vision. Ultra Vision, <laughs> and he's gonna fuck shit up. Yeah, dude. I I love that. By mm. the way, mm. that was that was. Fucking cool. Uh, even a watch. I, I don't know what. Even a watch was just like, oh shit. <laughs> He's like, so spoke to. He almost sounded like he shit himself. Like it was like, oh. <laughs> Must have been that neb- nebula I ate. You know. <laughs> he took a cosmic shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nobody watched this. You know, nobody watched the watcher. <laughs> to wash my robes in the cosmic rivers you know (laughs) of lake minnetonka but (laughs) you know every episode they render him more and more uh into like our reality i have a feeling that by the end of the season uh when we all tune into disney plus he's just going to be sitting right next to us like talking we're just going to be like what (laughs) jeffrey right you know (laughs) No, I'm the watcher. Well, what? Why did you? Why did you steal my pizzas, Jeffrey? Right? Yeah, I was never here. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> what? Watch the Batman. I'm Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But uh, but yeah, um, I, 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 if if that's where it's headed, I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. Yes, yes. So, um. Because you know, uh, like, like I, I've I've been sticking with this series, even though it's been hit or miss. And speaking of hit or miss series, uh, Star Wars Visions. Ooh, hmm. yeah. There, um, I watched it in reverse order, and uh, I finished it today. And I can honestly say that the first episode is uh, the best episode. Why do you do that, by the, the way? Why why what? why do you watch it in reverse order? Because I heard all over the place that people were just like, the first episode is the best one, the best one, and I was like, um, they weren't really talking a lot about the rest of the episodes, and I didn't want to be let down, so I was just like, ah, fuck it, I'll just start from the end, from the end, and work my way backwards, okay, so I can finish finish strong, you know, nice, <clears throat> and. Uh, Boy, I'm glad I did that because there were some episodes where I was just like, okay, wow, good. They stay, uh, spent their budget uh, on that, apparently. (laughs) Which which ones, were there any, like, uh, we both discussed the one that was just like, you know, pretty much, uh, what was it called? Uh, Astro Boy slash Mega Man. (laughs) 
I could have done without that one, to tell you the truth. Yeah, me it's, too. It's a sweet story. As a matter, if they would have like put it on like Disney Kids or something like that, it'd been like per- yes. perfect. You know, great for the yeah. kids. For us, I was just like, I was like, no, this. Right. Yeah, exactly. I felt the same way. I was just like, oh, um, uh, I. You know what the thing is? If they took that 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 concept seriously like imagine like it would just upend the entire uh star wars universe right Mm -hmm. like uh the episode in question is about like the little the little robot boy that got turned into a jedi Mm. uh by by the armless jedi um scientist and took on a sith by himself but um you know it, it, it sounds co- like when I describe it, it sounds cool. And plus, like that that concept, if it were to actually happen, it would change the entire nature of it. Would, it would turn Star Wars into Blade Runner because it's like, wait, these things that we use as slavery <laughs> are conscious enough to become spiritually entangled with the living force like what does this even mean right put put that in your pocket disney slash star wars because uh you might need it (laughs) i mean that is a huge huge question like i've always thought to myself it would be really cool if um if the droid if if the droids in the star wars universe just rebelled (laughs) and one of them was able to become like a force user and it it would just become really intense but uh that's not what that episode was questioning it was just more like ha ha look at me i'm such a cute robot (laughs) follow follow me on this adventure ha 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 they give him fucking Mickey Mouse <laughs> eyes too. Oh Whatever. God! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like the twins one either. Really? The twins one was so silly, and I know, I know. Right, so <laughs> I'm gonna go off on my spiel, and then you, you, you hit me with it. But uh, I will. You know, um, you know. At one point, they fight in space, and I'm just like. That's not possible. I know, right? Space in Star Wars? Get out of here. <laughs> no, but they're breathing in space. Like, I'm just like, they don't have any suits. They don't have any helmets. Then he creates a giant lightsaber that cuts a Star Destroyer in, uh, in half. I'm just like, erroneous. But, uh, this is a fallacy. But you forget the Force. Hmm. No, that's not how. Th- <laughs> to quote her, to quote Han Solo, that's not how the Force works. That's not how any of this fucking works. <laughs> Look, and then and that should have when he landed on the planet. That should have been the end of him. That should have destroyed that X-wing. But it sticks up from the ground like it's a fucking like Looney Tunes cartoon. And I'm just like, <laughs> fuck this. Uh, Look. I think they were just going for a, for a highly stylized uh, slash uh, astromech kind of aesthetic uh, with that particular episode. Um, I think they were trying to harken back to like the old school anime where 
the action literally had no limits. It's just like, we're just going to combine all these uh, impossibly cool things in order to make one super move to beat the bad guy um, and solve the problem. Uh, like a Dragon Ball Z kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, My particular... I could, I could see that, I could see that. My particular hang-up was I, I felt like the episode was trying to, uh, at least visually, touch on the old-school style of uh, Voltron, like the original Voltron series. And I would have appreciated, I mean, Lord knows, you know, Disney has the budget, um, if they would have if they would have done the colors and the look of the actual episode in that style, it was too clean for me. Yes. It was very clean. It almost reminded me of, have you ever seen the, uh, those little YouTube, uh, star Wars galaxies? Yes. Um, Yes. For me, that's when anime kind of lost me a little bit when it became super clean and when all the protagonists, almost all the characters in general, just were made of nothing but angles. There was nothing. There was nothing uh, humanistic to them, as opposed to like watching a show like Cowboy Bebop, that was, uh, um, you know, it's still anime, but every character had like rough edges. They had uh, some circles. They had. Some identifying traits. Yeah. Like you could immediately be like, oh, that's what that's what Spike looks like. And he looks cool. And there's like there's definitely like a, a crook to his nose. And yeah, you know, yes, absolutely. Uh, and Jet Black definitely has features, you know, that make him look like an uh, like an old man. Yes. Um, whereas, uh, you know. This you're right. It just be, it just be at some point anime just became so clean. Mm. But uh, since we're talking about Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Netflix so, just dropped the opening credits to the yeah. live action Cowboy Bebop show. Yes, with a beautiful, of course, uh, uh, jazz of Yoko Kano uh, scored throughout. You know, the, the the beautiful track, Tank, yes. which is a masterpiece. Absolutely. Uh, I can't wait to hear the rest of the, this new soundtrack because she's creating new um, new pieces of music for it. So uh, I, I'm psyched for that. But the, those credits, um, I am, ex- like, <laughs> the closest I can... Uh, the the emotion that, that came up for me was, I'm excited? <laughs> you know question mark because mm. mm. well i mean i told you all about it it just there are parts of it where i was just like "Ooh, this is oh that shot looks <laughs> campy it looks really like they double down on like the colors and the, the costumes looking like like so like so outlandish no one would wear them like unless it was like you know it was a halloween and people are cosplaying as like you know vicious and shit like that yeah it, this really looked like you know what if we made this series at comic-con right and we <laughs> and we just got the cosplayers to be part of the cat you know it was, it was like oh shit uh but there there are parts of it that they absolutely nailed right mm. um 
of course, John Cho is Spike Spiegel, like that when he start that opening when he starts smoking, and there there's like a you know um, a close up of his face, and he's got like you know the the Spike Spiegel stare, mm. and um, you know uh, and Jet Black looks like fucking dope, and then mm. you know Faye Fa- looking pretty cool, um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I there there are parts of it where I was just like, especially when they showed the space when they showed the space warriors and you know mm. the the mother that leads the the terrorist group of the space warriors. I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> then they showed vicious, and he's like, I expected like vicious to like have like realistic hair, <laughs> like it's like gray but dirty gray but it looks like he's wearing a fucking white wig yeah yeah just like um what's happening Uh, Mm. Mm. (laughs) the only part where where i even half accepted his look was the very brief flash of him and spike uh in front of that uh giant stained glass window which is like one of the signature shots from episode five of the animated series. Um, Ballad of Fallen Angels, ex- that episode. Yes, yes. And I was just like, oh, they they know about that moment. Let's see how they deliver it. Yes. Um, I I just, like, uh, like I told you, I was just like, I, I hope that they don't go the Sin City route. <laughs> where they try to recreate entire parts in in like full C, but they use CG backgrounds uh, because uh, I hated Sin City, um, <laughs> hated Sin City, uh, and I don't want to see Cowboy Bebop take the Sin City route. So, um, well, you know, it's, like I, it's been years. The technology has improved. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, we we both <laughs> saw the opening credits. We saw the credits to this, and we're, I'm just like, ah, seems like a little bit like Sin City to me. <laughs> uh, it, it, they, I mean, they they got Ayn down. Um, uh, I know people are complaining about like, where's Ed? Where's Ed? I'm just like in the show. He didn't sh- Ed. She didn't show up till halfway through the series. Like, just keep it together, guys. <laughs> just wait, okay? Because if if she does a if she does appear, I mean, it's uh, she, it's gonna be like like episode like eight, you know? <laughs> Do you know how many episodes this series is gonna be? I I think it's ten or eleven episodes. Mm. And are they going to call them episodes or sessions? They better call them fucking sessions, man. <laughs> I, 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 look, I am a fucking... Oh, fuck. <laughs> I am a fucking purist, man. Cowboy Bebop is like the Matrix to me. It, it's one of those touchstones where it, it, it came at a very specific time where, I, where it, hit, it hit every single 
like it, it just checked off a lot of boxes for me where I was just like, it's in space. It's a Western, but it's a noir. And, and you know, they're bounty hunters and that there's like existential ennui, but it, like <laughs> they also have kooky stories where like, they just like hunt down like crazy bounties and shit like that. And Spike is so cool. Spike is so cool. But Faye is also so, they're all so cool. Mm. You know, mm. I agree. And then, no, uh, I agree. And uh, so I am very much a purist. So I really hope, like, you know, I'm, I'm telling Sabrina this, and she's like, oh, calm down. And I'm just like. <laughs> that sounds like Sabrina. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's like, come on, chill out. And I was just like, you know, I turned to her, and I was just like, chill out, chill out. And I know she, she's really into Anne Rice. I'm just like, what if, you know, they, they changed the vampires to do this and that? And, and and you know don't don't you don't you hate that didn't you hate you know uh what what's that what, what was that uh the, the one that unfortunately had um Aaliyah in it um oh queen of the damned queen of the damned i was like didn't weren't, weren't you pissed that they like that that the filmmakers took a giant shit on on the end of the original Anne rice novels she was like yeah yeah you know um you know and i also hate when certain you know people uh you know t- change the vampire lore like they can walk around in the daylight you know i can see how you're pissed off but come on you haven't seen the show yet just chill out and watch the sh- and i was just like don't don't hit me with logic you know don't do this to me <laughs> and on that cautious note i think that's where we should cap it yes 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 um so from both of us here um uh i am pav and i'm ernesto and together we are the robots versus taxes program on radio free brooklyn that's right while you're out there you could try keeping it real but you should try keeping it right song of the week i think it's time to blow this thing get everybody in the stuff together Okay, three, two, one, it's jam. Oh.